Well, if you've got your Bibles or you've got your phones with your Bibles on it, because that's what I'm believing when you've got your phones or your things in your hand, I want you to turn to John 16, verse 33. Now, we're going to look at, and here's the theme this morning, don't look down. Now, let's be honest. Who here is afraid of heights? Oh, that's not a bad response from the church. We should ask that question more often. You know, it's funny that the best advice people usually give when you're climbing up a wall or climbing a mountain or walking along something high is don't look down. They, they don't say, don't let go. They don't say, don't fall. They don't encourage you to keep going. They just say, don't look down. I, I've, it's interesting. But I think that's what God wants to say to us as a church this morning. As collective family, but also as individuals, don't look down. So turn to somebody and tell them, don't look down. Now, I'm going to be really honest with you today. I'm not afraid of heights. I'm just afraid of falling. Truthfully, I don't mind going up to high places. If I know I'm not going to fall, it doesn't bother me. But if I'm standing on the edge of like a, a mountain cliff and you don't know that that dirt is safe, man, I am, I'm freaked out because it's not the height that scares me, it's the falling down that scares me. I don't know, I would really like to skydive one day, but I don't know if I could ever do it just simply because I don't mind being up in the plane. I'm just thinking about the gravity and the ground and meeting and... Yeah, yeah get the picture. But imagine if we always stayed away from the things that were a bit scary for us or a bit difficult. Imagine if we didn't go near those things because it made us feel a little bit uneasy. I think we'd miss out on so much in life. And I had a revelation sometime this year that life isn't easy. And Jody and I were talking about it and we had this other revelation that life is never going to be fair. And if we try to make that a thing in our kids' lives, then they're going to grow up wrong with a wrong understanding because life isn't fair and things aren't always fair. But imagine if it was, how boring would life be? It would just be the same and every day would be too easy and we'd miss the challenge because that's what life is. So I want us to look at John 16 verse 33. It's a very interesting verse. This is Jesus speaking. And these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace, because in this world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Now, the, in our, the New Living Translation says, here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows. Here's God saying, hey, it's going to be a little bit hard. Now, so far you're thinking, oh, I didn't want to come for this message this morning, did I? The truth is we all have mountains, a bit like that mountain that we can see here. We all have obstacles in life that we need to overcome or conquer. Some of these mountains are sicknesses, sorrows, addictions, financial difficulties, relationship problems with family members or at work. We can probably all identify with one of those that I've already read out. But then there's also trials. What I've come to realize is that a mountain isn't always a bad thing. It's not always something that we want to run away from and hide from. 
Because in the natural, a mountain is an obstacle, but it is also an opportunity for adventure, for growth, for enlargement, for enjoyment. A mountain can be an obstacle or an opportunity. See, as a church family, we're in this amazing season right now where God is giving us opportunities. But you know, with life, these opportunities don't usually come wrapped in a little box with a bow on it. Usually they come in very different forms, and that form looks like hard work. It looks like climbing a mountain. This is why God gives us opportunities to grow, to step in, to step out, to do more. Yeah, but I've noticed that when God gives us these opportunities, there is usually hard work attached. And right now in my mind, I'm thinking of Whangarei. I'm thinking of, man, what an opportunity Church Unlimited Whangarei is. But I'm thinking for, for the staff and for a number of volunteers, the last month, it's been hard work. I know it's going to be worth it, but it's been hard work. It's been a mountain. It has been a mountain. But that's what happens when God opens doors. It's not just, oh, let's step through. It's like, let's work. Let's do the things to put it in place so we can step through. Now, what's that saying? I, 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 it came into my mind during the week when I was preparing this. And it, the saying goes like this. If success was easy, everyone would be doing it. Think of the children of Israel. They've been told that that land was theirs, but the spies went to see it. And only two of them said, yeah, that's good land. The rest of them said, no, run away from it because there's giants in the land. You know, whether you're mountains in an obstacle or an opportunity, we can't let anything hold us back from overcoming or seeing the breakthrough. We are in a season of breakthrough, personal breakthroughs, and we're seeing them. We're seeing them all over the place. But also we need to see that the mountains in front of us, they're there for us to climb. They're there for us to go over, get around, pray down. So... Let's come back to that title, Don't Look Down. What am I trying to say this morning? You know, when you're walking along a path, I'll come to this path. When you're walking along a path like this, and hopefully I'm not going to fall off, and the ground's really close, it's pretty easy. But you imagine you're walking along a brick wall 10 meters up in the air. All of a sudden, the, the skill set's the same, isn't it? But the fear, the reality that if you did happen to slip, you're going to really hurt yourself. And all of a sudden, our thought about not looking down becomes really important because we're not wanting to look down because we know we can do this. But we can't look at the obstacle, the issue, the fear, because when we start focusing on that, that's what gets our attention. The difficulty gets our attention and not the outcome. So I want to really illustrate, this is why I've got this pack here today, I really want to illustrate this so you can really understand. So when I was a first year PE teacher, I got invited on this wider living week. And this was six-day tramping down on the South Island in the snow with oh, a number of, oh, I think it was about 10 school kids. And they didn't give me much details. I'm going to try and put this on so you can get the understanding of it. So we're going tramping, right, with these 10 kids. And all I knew was it's, it's beautiful where we're going, and it's just so worthwhile. And it's going to be a little bit of hard work, but they didn't really dwell on that at all. So we get down there, and we're packing our packs and to be honest, this pack isn't actually big enough to reflect what it was like. My pack was over 20 kgs by the end of the trip. At the start of the trip, it was way more than that. So we're going along. And the first day, it dawned on me, this pack's really heavy. And then it dawned on me, I'm not there to be a teacher. I'm actually there as the mule to carry all the stuff. 
you laugh, but it's actually true. So there we are. We, we tramp what would usually take about an hour and a half. It takes like four hours because of the kids and the weight. Get to the first day, and that was okay. And it was beautiful. Get up to the snow line, the, the pictures. It was just, it was like a postcard. And then the next day, we start tramping along. It's in the snow the whole time. And we come to this ridge, and I will never forget this. And it would have been at least a K long that we had to go along. And it wasn't a sheer drop, but it was almost a sheer drop. And all I could see was this vertical edge. Now you've got to remember, I've got like 22, 24 kgs on my back, and I'm walking along. And as we start stepping, I'm feeling the, the tippingness of this. And I, I'm literally going, okay, I'm a teacher here, I'm on that, I've got to be brave here. But I'm getting freaked out because literally, if that pack starts going, the weight of that's going to take me down the hill. And, and that whole time, I'm going, man, look at this amazing environment. People are in front of me, I just got to keep walking, I just got to keep doing this. But the moment I start looking down that edge, you start feeling that weight taking you down. You, you hear what I'm saying? Now, you can see I'm here today, so I didn't fall. But man, I, I, I was so freaked out. On the outside, I was trying to be calm. I, was, I ended up falling behind the group. But I just had to keep going. And I just had to consciously not look down. Because the truth is, if that ledge wasn't there, this would have been a piece of cake. Because the worst thing that could have happened, I could have lost my balance and I would have just stopped myself. But of course, that wasn't. I was had to keep going. And what was the key in that situation? I had to keep looking up. I had to keep looking forward. I had to keep knowing that I can keep going on. Because I can do this. I can do this because I have the skill set. I have the ability to walk this line. But you can get the picture, can't you? That we in life have these. Now I'm going to take this pack off. We have these opportunities. And today, God has a mountain for all of us to climb. As a church, God has numbers of mountains for us to climb. You know, God is saying for us, we're going to see 10 times growth in 10 years. Have you stopped to think what that means? Now, this was prophesied just about a year ago. 10 times growth, we, had a, we have around, back then, we had just under 5,000 actual people attending our church on the database. Can, who can times that by 10? 50,000 people. 50,000 people. Why am I telling you that? Because God has said it. But... You know, most of us, when we heard that prophecy, we didn't even dare to even think that. Why? Because that is Mount Everest standing in front of us. But God's saying, that's your mountain. Church Unlimited, that's your mountain, we're going to climb it. And what is he saying? Come on, guys, you can do it. And that's going to look hard. It is hard. Don't, don't look around. Don't look at, the, look at the mountain and say, God, we can do this. Okay, so where do we get this thought from? Turn with me to Matthew 14, 22 to 33. And what do we have? We have Jesus walking on water. I don't know why I keep getting drawn to the story, but I just think there's something in it. But I'm looking at a different passage this morning. So verse 25, it's up here on the screen. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, Is it a ghost? And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Command me to come. Do you know, that's like what God's saying to us. Come, climb the mountain. He's, he's giving us these words. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. 
And here's the key verse. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink. And he cried out saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Jesus is saying to all of us, come. But the key is to not look down, to look up. See, that is what I'm actually saying today. Don't look down, but look up. Have a look at this cartoon, peanut cartoon. Keep looking up. That is the secret of life. Now, I don't know what they're thinking, but I know what God is saying to us. The secret of life is looking up, not at the sky, but our unlimited God. We are called Church Unlimited this morning because we're a body of believers who believe in an unlimited God. Amen. Is that right? We serve a God who is unlimited, who can do anything. That's why we are who we are. So I want to give you a couple of points this morning on what this means to not look down, but look up. Because the truth is, if we can do that, it doesn't matter what mountain we face, whether it's an opportunity or an obstacle. Do you know what? With God, we can start climbing it. And with God's strength, we can overcome. But without Him, we start looking around and we start sinking. So i got... A couple of points here. The number one, don't look at the circumstance around you. See, Peter, he looked at the wind and the waves. Think about in that in our circumstance. As a church, 50,000 people, <laughs> you, you can't do that. How can you do that? The building's not big enough. That's like half of... West Auckland. No, no, no. Don't, don't think about it. Just go, God, I don't know what it looks like. Maybe it's, maybe it's 20 churches around the world. Who knows what it looks like? But you're saying, God, I'm not looking at around. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at who you are. I'm looking up at you for what you've said. I don't know what God has said to you, but he's prophesied so many things over many, many people's lives. And the natural, you're looking at it and you're going, whatever. Well, that's right. If you're looking down, you're looking at yourself. It's not going to happen. But when you look at God, when you, when you don't look at the circumstance around you, you see it. What did Matthew 19 say? With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. You know, Matthew wants us to understand something very clear. While Peter's mind was focused on Jesus, he could walk on the water. When he was looking at Jesus, he was walking on the water. Now, the scripture doesn't tell us how far he got, but he did get away from the boat. I can imagine he probably went, man, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm, I'm still doing it. Wow, look at the waves. Do you understand? Look at the things around me, look at the wind. And that's what often happens. We start climbing, we start going somewhere, and we're like, man, I can do this in God. I can see this happen. God can work in my life. But all of a sudden, it starts happening, and all of a sudden, the mindset goes, hold on, I'm relying on God, I'm relying on God to, I can do this. Let me tell you, I can't do it. I can't do it. You know, honestly, I'm feeling a little bit better now, but I've been freaking out all morning. You know why? I have to speak this three times in front of probably over 2,000 people. 
I can't do that. I'm thinking back to when I was at high school doing the sports awards. They used to laugh at me because I couldn't get my words out right. And I always get all the schools wrong and I couldn't say people's names. I was terrible. I'm still not much better. But you you see, I can do it because of God. Do you you understand? We have to trust him. See, hope got Peter out of the boat. Trust held him there, but fear sunk him. Everything hinged on whether we're focusing on Jesus, whether Peter was focusing on Jesus or on the people around us and what they are saying, on the situations, on what our bank balance says, on our family history, on our background, on our past. No, no, it it matters about what God says. That's what it matters. It matters about what God says. The story of every character God used in the Bible is a story of faith and reliance on God. We use the word hope nowadays to explain that. See, hope is what made Abraham leave his home and start pursuing what God had for him. Hope is what made Moses willing to take on Pharaoh. You know, we can survive whatever happens in life if we stay focused on on Jesus. God's power is what keeps us going. God's power is what keeps us walking forward. That's what kept me walking in the natural on that mountain. It wasn't looking around, but it was looking. It was looking forward. It was looking at where we're going. It's not looking at this. It's looking at him. And church, that's what we have to do for everything. 2 Corinthians, I don't have this on the screen, but it's an amazing verse. 2 Corinthians 4, 18. So we fix our eyes on what is, we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but is what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. That's the key, church. Number two, don't worry about your natural ability. Now, I've kind of touched on this, but Isaiah 40, 30 and 31. This is so clear. Even youth grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope and the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Proverbs 3 verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. Where does our strength come from? Well, if we're doing it just by ourselves, in ourselves. But if we're doing it for God, it comes in God. The verse that used to be on the back wall there, Zechariah 4 verse 6, I love it. Not by might, but that's not by my might, not by my power, not by my strength, but by God, by the Holy Spirit. That's how we do it. That's the, what this church is all about. We're, we're punching, Pastor Tark says this, we're punching well above our weight. Why? Because our focus stays on God. That's why we can climb the mountains. Philippians 4.13, what does it say? We all know, I can do all things. Why can we do all things? Through him who strengthens me. That's about not worrying about our ability, but knowing that our availability, our availability, we better get it right, keeps us going. And we're so quick to look down and go, I can't do it. But you know, there's another fear, and I touched on that as well. When we start doing it, and then we start going, I can do this. I can do this. No, you can't do it. And I have to keep reminding, I can't do this. It's only through God that I can do it. We need to keep our eyes on God. Now, I heard this saying the other day, and I think it's such a powerful example. Think this through. doesn't matter how long you've been driving, 
the moment you take your eyes off the road, you will crash. Let me say that again. It doesn't matter if you've been driving for 30 years. The moment you take your eyes off Jesus, you take your eyes off the road, you will sink. We need to stay focused on Jesus. See, we can look down at our circumstances, but we can look down at our abilities, and that can stop us from trying to climb the mountain, or it can stop us in our tracks because we start thinking we can do it in our own strength. The help comes from Him. The help is in Jesus. So number three, keep your eyes on our our unlimited God. I think most of us believe in God, but we don't believe how good He is. How, just think about that. How, how much do we actually believe God can do it? It's a good question, really. And, and sometimes we actually need to stop and think. Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to his power that is at work in us. How big is your God? My God is big enough to keep doing the things he said he's done. My God is big enough that we can climb the mountains that he places in front of us. Whether there are obstacles or opportunities, we can do it. You know why? Because God is the one who's saying, there's that mountain, climb it. There's that mountain, overcome it. You know, and we're hearing of things happening in the church right now. Pastor Tark's showing videos this Sunday, uh, tonight, about people being healed and stuff like that. We're seeing it happen here. You know, I know of people who the doctors wrote them off. Well, they're still alive and kicking and running after God. Why? Because God is unlimited. He can do it. We can't be overwhelmed by, by the mountain, the obstacles, the things around us. We need to be overwhelmed by God. We need to be overwhelmed by His powers, not our mountains. What is the mountain you're facing? Probably, if we're truthful, we've got numbers of mountains around us. As a church, we've got numbers of mountains around us. Some of them are obstacles. Some of them are opportunities. The question is, are we going to climb them? Are we going to go after them? Are we going to tackle them? The answer as a church, we are. I hope you're going to come with us. It's going to be exciting. But we don't need to fear. Don't we? we don't need to look around. We just need to go, come on, God. I trust you, and I take another step. I'm not going to take another step because that would be bad. We can trust God. God is unlimited. He is going to do it. God is the God of the impossible. I want to come back. How big is your God? Look at this image. We have a big God. Don't tell God how big your mountain is. Tell your mountain how big God is. Too often we focus on the mountain and say, God, help, as opposed to say, come on, God, we're doing it together. Let's go. So let me wrap this up. Romans 8 verse 31 says, For God, if God is with us, who can be against us? We need to move that verse from here to here because if we stay focused on it, we can do it. So conclude, don't look down, look up. I hope you're getting that in your spirit. Don't look down, look up. Keep looking up at Jesus. 
Don't look at the circumstances around us because there will always be things or people that are trying to say you can't do it. But we have a God that says you can. And, and if you stay focused, and we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going forward individually as small families, but as one big family. And I'm just, I'm like, come on, God, where's the next mountain? Now, hopefully, give me a week because this mountain of Whangarei is still, still happening. But, you know, number two, don't worry about your ability. It's not your ability. It's your availability as God coming through. He's the strength. He's the source. He can do it. And don't be scared of hard work. God will not ask us to do stuff that we can't do. God will not ask us to climb a mountain that we cannot climb. Number three, keep your eyes on our unlimited God. So quickly we focus down or we minimize what God can do. Oh, God can't save that person. God can't do that. I tell you, God can do anything. He created the universe. If God can create the universe, he can do anything. Nothing is too hard for him. We need to allow that to sink into our spirit. We are called Church Unlimited. We are called to be a people who run with an unlimited God. If we can have that in our spirit, there's nothing. Well, no, that's wrong. If we can have that in our spirit, we can do anything God asks us to do. See, we can't think we can do anything because we can't do anything. We can do what God asks us to do. And when God prophesies, when God says, we're going to go, oh, this is going to be a good ride. This is going to be a good climb. This is going to be an amazing steep mountain, but we're going to do it. So as the musicians come, I want to leave you where we started in John 16, verse 33. When Jesus said to us through his word, here on earth, you will have trials and sorrows. You will have mountains, but take heart because I have already overcome the world. He has already done it, church. He has already conquered any mountain that we will face. Keep your eyes up. Keep your eyes on him, church. Don't look down. Look up. Amen? We're going to do it, church. I'm excited. Well, Pastor Helen's going to come and wrap up. I really want to say, if you can, join the family. Chuck these forms in the slot or do something. But you know what? We're going to sing a song that I believe is for today. We haven't sung it for a while. Our God is an awesome God. Because that needs to be our focus. So let's stand and let's sing.